0: Welcome to Zichur, Daph, Siman, Mameh, Golda, and today we're Zichur, Megillah, Daf Yadol, the first parakeh, Megillah, Nekraes. The Zichur, Mesechus, Megillah program has been generously sponsored by the Queen's Zichur, Chabura. So the t are going to focus on number one. The Pesach of the Megillah states, The king removed his signet ring. Rabbi Abba Barqanah said, Greater was the removal of the Signet Ring than the 48 Navim and the 7 Navios who prophesied to Yisrael. For the Navim were unable to return the Jewish people to good. Whereas the removal of the Signet Ring did return the Jewish people to good. Pointing to the more continues with a price that states, the Nevim did not add or subtract from the Torah except for the Mitzvah of Kriyat Megillah, and asked how they determined to do so. When bar Abin said in the name of Yeshua B'mkarcha, Ma'ma'avdus lecher is Amrinun Shira, Ma'misle if due to having gone from slavery to freedom, from rhyme we sang Shira by the Yam, then all the more so when we went from death in the hands of Achishveros and Haman to life, that we should publicize the miracle with the reading of the Megillah. The were asks that if this is so, then how should be recited on Purim as well, and gives three reasons why it is not recited. Number one, We do not recite haul on a miracle that occurred outside of Eretz Yisrael. The more clarifies that the reason for reciting haul for the exodus from Yisraim is that one may recite shirah on a miracle that took place outside of Eretz Yisrael if the miracle took place before the Jews entered the land of Israel. Number two, Rav Nachman answered, reading the Megillah on Purim is a form of Hawel. Number three, Rav said, it is fitting to recite hallow for the Exodus from Mitzrayim, because we can say the pasach, hallow of the Hashem, give praise your servants of Hashem, because we were servants of Paro, and now we become exclusively servants of Akash Baruch But it's not fitting to say this on Purim, because after the miracle, the Jews remain the servants of Akash Verosh. And point me three, the Gemara clarifies that although they're told the number of Nevim, were double the amount of those who left Mitzrayim. Only 48 were mentioned, since their prophecies were needed for future generations. The Gemara then clarifies the seven Nevios as Sarah, Miriam, Devorah, Hannah, Abigail, Chulda, and Esther, and brings proofs that each one was a prophetess. With regard to Chulda, the Gemara brings the incident when Yosheel Melch sent messengers to her to determine whether the Pusik and the newly discovered Savior Torah applied to him and his generation when it mentioned the king and the nation will be led to exile. The Gemara asks how Chulda was permitted to prophesy when Yerim was in the... The Gemara asks how Chuda was permitted to prophesy when Yirmiyahu was a Navi. The Academy of Rub said in the name of Rav, Khuda was a relative of Yirmiyahu and he didn't object to her prophesying in his presence. When the Gemara persists and asks how Yoshi Amel could have ignored Yirmiyahu and gone to Khuda, the Academy of Rav Shaila said, Because women have more Rachmanis than men. The Marshal explains that she'll dub to Hashem to change the decree from calamity to good. So once again, the three points are number one, the Pasuk of the Megillah states, the king removed his signet ring. Rabbi Abba Barqa'an said, Greater was the removal of the signet ring than the 48 Nevim and the 7 Nevios who prophesied to Israel, for the Nevim were unable to return the Jewish people to good. Whereas the removal of the signet ring did return the Jewish people to good. Pointing to the more continuous with the price of that states, the Nevim did not add or subtract from the Torah, Except for the mitzvah of Kriyas and Megillah, and asked how they determined to do so. Rishbi Bar said in the name of Ben Korcha, "Ma ma avdus shira, ma al If due to having gone from slavery to freedom from Mitzrayim, we sang Shir by the Yam, then all the more so when we went from death at the hands of Achashverosh and Haman to life, that we should publicize the miracle with the reading of the the Gemara said, if this is so, then Hallel should be recited on Perm as well, and gives three answers why it is not recited. Number one, We do not recite Hallel on a miracle that occurred outside of Israel. The Gemara clarifies that the reason for reciting Hallel for the Exodus from Mitzrayim is that one may recite Shira on a miracle that took place outside of Israel if the miracle took place before the Jews entered the land of Israel. Two, Rav Nachman answered, reading the on perm is a form of Hallel, and three, Rabba said, it's fitting to recite haul for the Exodus from Mitzrayim, because we can say the pusik haul of the Hashem, give praise, you servants of Hashem. Because we were servants of Paro, and now we become exclusively servants of Hashem. But it's not fitting to say this on Purim, because after the miracle, the Jews remain the servants of verosh And Pointing Me through the Gemara clarifies that although the total number of Navim were double the amount of those who left Mitzrayim, only 48 were mentioned since their prophecies were needed for future generations. The Gemara then identifies the seven Nebios as Sarah, Miriam, Devorah, Chana, Abigail, Chulah, and Esther, and brings proof that each one was a prophetess. With regard to Khuda, the Gemara brings the incident when Yoshi Melch sent messengers to her to determine whether the Pasuk and the newly discovered Torah applied to him and his generation when it mentioned the king and the nation being led to exile. The Gemara asks how Chulah was permitted to prophesy when Yermiel was the navi. The Academy of Rav said, in the name of Rav, Huda was a relative of Yirmiya, and he didn't object to her prophesying in his presence. When the G'more persists and asks how Yoshi Hamel himself could have ignored Yirmiyahu and gone to Huda, the Academy of Rabbi Shehlo said, Because women have more Rachmanis than men. The Marashah explains that she'll dive into Hashem to change the decree from calamity to good. All right, so now we go to our for Duff, Yud and her standard simmon is a hand, a yud. We often use a juggler in the simmon. So here goes. The porn party juggler who wore a signet ring on every finger and had plenty of time to perform since there was no hallel. Wow, the room full of boys dressed as Navim and the seven girls dressed as Navios and gave first prize for best caution to the girl dressed up as a weasel. Once again, it's motion. The porn party juggler, juggler, that must move on Duff, yud yud, hand. The porn party juggler who wore a signet ring on every finger, which reminds us of the Pasek in the Gil states, the king removed his signal ring, Rabbi Abu Barkan said, the greater was the removal of the signal ring than the 48 Neveim and the 7 Neveos who prophesied to Israel, for the Neveim were unable to return the Jewish people to do good, whereas the removal of the signal ring did return the Jewish people to good. So, the Purim party juggler who wore a signet ring on every finger and had plenty of time to perform, since there was no hollow, which, which reminds the Gemur states that the only innovation the Nabim made was Kriyas and Megillah based on the Khalvachomra of, of saying Shira from leaving Abdus Techerus and Yitzin Sitzraim and all the more so from going from Misa to Chaim. The, the Gemur then gives three reasons why halal is not recited on Purim, one being that Kriyas and Megillah is a form of halal. So the poem party juggler who wore a signet ring on every finger and had plenty of time to perform since there was no well, wowed the room full of boys dressed as Navim and the seven girls dressed as Navios and gave first prize for a best costume to the girl dressed up as a weasel. Which reminds more: discusses the 48 Navim and lists the seven Navios bring proofs of how we know that they were Navios. And it brings the Misa when Yoshi al Melk went to Hulda and explains how he could have done so while Yumiya Navi was around. So once again... The poor party juggler who wore a signet ring on every finger and had plenty of time to perform since there was no Hallel. While wow, the room full of boys dressed up as Navim and the seven girls dressed as Navios and gave first prize for best costume, to the girl dressed up as a weasel. All right, now it's time for 4 Blah Ba'a Chazara. Yud. So the Simmer daf Yud is a minion of Yiddin. So here goes. The minion of Yidden. Minion of Yiddin, That must and daf Yud. The minion of Yin gathered for the Megillah reading in an ancient temple in Alexandria, which reminds us, which reminds us, the Mishnah state that the Kedusha of Sheol has a heter after it, which means that after its destruction, Bammuz were permitted again, whereas the Kedusha of Shoheim has no permit after it, meaning after its destruction, Bammuz are still prohibited. The Gemara brings Rabbi Yitzchak, who said that he heard that one may bring offerings in the temple of Chonyo nowadays, since the base of Megdish is destroyed. Rabbi Yitzchak holds like those that base Chonya was not a base of Oda and he also holds that the initial sanctification of Shalim and the base of Migdash was for as long as the temple stood, but not a Kedusha for all future time. But Rabbi Yitzchak eventually retracted his opinion based in part because of the Mishnah. So the minion of Yiddin gathered from the guild reading in an ancient temple in Alexandria just got out the first two words of the BeMay, which reminds us the more brings a principle based on the opening Pasuk in the Megillah, that wherever the phrase may and it was in the days, is used, that a painful episode is being introduced. So, the minion of Yin gathered from the Gila reading in an ancient temple in Alexandria just got out the first two words of may when a painting of the ancient kingdom of Babylon fell to the floor with a dead queen in the picture, which reminds us Rabbi Yonasan opened his shir on the Gila with the following pasuk: but he cried to l'bavo shem v'sher Benin v'nechet numashem. For I will rise up against them and cut them off from Babel. Name, relative, offspring, and descendants, says Hashem. Name, Zexov, this refers to abolishing the Babylonian script. Relative refers to their language disappearing. Offspring refers to their kingdom. Fanachid and descendant refers to Vashti, who is a descendant of Nebuchadnezzar. Dafudolf, so the similar Da-f-Yud-Alf is stars like the eleven stars in Yosef's dream. So here goes. The Jewish superheroes with the stars of David on their shields. Stars of David? That must be on Da-f-Yud-Alf, Stars. The Jewish superheroes with the stars of David on their shields, which reminds us the Gemara continues bring the psukim that various Samarim used to begin their shiurim on the Megillah. Shmuel brought the following Pasuk, I will have not been disgusted by them, nor will I have rejected them to destroy them. He darshened out how in every as the Baruch Hu would appoint various leaders to save us, and in the future, no one will be able to rule over us. So, the Jewish superheroes with the stars of David on their shields, standing before their king, who ruled the upper worlds as well, which reminds us, Shalom was not included in the list of three kings that ruled the entire world, either because he was deposed by the demon Ashmedai and never regained his Malchus, or he did regain his Malchus, but his Malchus was qualitatively different in that he also ruled the upper beings, meaning the demons. So, The Jewish superheroes with the stars of David on their shields, standing before their king, who ruled the upper worlds as well, laughed as they watched two silly emperors fumble and miscalculate 70 years, which reminds us, the Gemara goes through how Belshazzar miscalculated the 70 years by counting from the beginning of Nebuchadnezzar's reign, and how Achishverosh miscalculated when he counted from the beginning of Gal's bubble, which began with the exile of Yehoiachin eight years later. The count of the seven years began with the destruction of the base of Migdash. Daph Yud Beis. So the symbol Daph Yud Beis is 12 brothers. So here goes. The 12 brothers, 12 brothers, that must be more on Daph Yud Beis. The 12 brothers' slapstick permspiel opened, with nine of them taking a bow to a golden image, which reminds us. The Rav Shimba Yechai told us me that the reason the Jews deserved to be wiped out was not because they attended the Tudah of Akash because then only the Jews of Shushan should be punished. Rather, it was because they bowed down to an Nevo in the days of Unuch HaNetzar. Since they only acted outwardly, so to a koshbar who acted outwardly with them and only intended to provoke them to do teshuvah, so the twelve brothers slapstick permshpiel opened with nine of them taking a bow to a golden image. When suddenly one dresses Vashti with a huge tail appear, which reminds us of Vashti wanted to appear without clothes before Akashverosh and all the noblemen, but she refused to come either because she got saras or Gavriel came and made her grow a tail. So the twelve brothers slapstick permshpiel opened with nine of them taking a bow to a golden image, when suddenly one dressed as Vashti with a huge tail appeared, which Mamuchan tripped over as he jumped to give advice to the king. Which reminds us, Mamuchan is Haman, and he was called Mamuchan because he was Mukhanu al-Parunus, destined for punishment. He jumped to give advice that a letter should be sent saying that every man should be the ruler in his own home, which was ridiculed by everyone who read it, which led them not to take the second letter seriously. Daf Yud Gimel. So the similar Daf Yud Gimel is a Bar Mitzvah boy. So here goes. When Mordecai the Bar Mitzvah boy, Bar Mitzvah boy, that must be more a Daf Yud Gimel. When Mordecai the Bar Mitzvah boy forgot his pshetel, and the guests are to blame both sides of his family for his bad memory, which reminds the more brings three answers as to why Mordecai was referred to as an Ishihudi and an Ishimini. Mordecai's father was from Binyam, and his mother was from Yehuda, and the families from Shvatim tried to take credit for him. Rabbi says it was the opposite, and that the Jewish people blame Boshvatim for the troubles that Mordecai caused. They blame Yehuda because David Malakdin and Kelshimi, from whom Mordecai descended, who provoked Haman, and they blamed Binyamin since Shaul did not kill Gog from whom Muhammad descended, who oppressed Israel. Where Yochanan said that Mordecai was from Sheba bin Binyamin and he was called Yehudi because he rejected a vodazor. Shekola kopa and Yehudi because all rejected vodazor are called Yehudi. So when Mordecai the bar mitzvah boy forgot his pshetel and the guests are to blame both sides of his family for his bad memory, he suddenly realized his modest babi had put Simonim of the speech in his pocket, which reminds us that because of Rachel's tniahs, evidenced evidence through the episode of her giving the Simonim to Leah, she was Zohar to have Sha'ul to send from her, and through Sha'ul's modesty, he was Zohar to have Esther to send from him. So, when Mordechai the Bar Mitzvah boy forgot his pshetel, and the guests started to blame both sides of his family for his bad memory, he suddenly realized his modest babi had put Simonim of the speech in his pocket, and continued confidently speaking about how Hashem sent Zerufuah before the Makkah which reminds us that Mordechai foiling the plot of Bigson and Seresh was the refuah before the makkah of Haman rising to power. All right, that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ramgoth, and wish you a great day and great learning.